Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Coaches on the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, here today with head coach Chad Phillips, the head coach of the Stars Mill Panthers. Coach, how are you doing today? Uh, great. Appreciate you having us home. Good. Thanks, Coach, uh, for your time. Uh, coach, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background, your history. Where'd you get your first start? Uh, why'd you get into coaching? And, and who's influenced you the most? All right. Well, I started coaching in 1990, and my first job was Cartersville High School. Could you be more lucky to, to get right out of college? I graduated from the University of Georgia and um, got a job at Cartersville and kind of had a little connection with, with Mike Yearwood, who has by far been the biggest influence in my coaching career. He's, his attention to detail and the professionalism surrounding the program at Cartersville High School and then when Stars Mill opened in 1997, he hired me on the original staff here. And, you know, for, I guess, 12 years, he was our head coach here. And he just he established all of our traditions. He established the things that we do and we still do. And the success that we had the first, what, 12 years, he was the head coach. And we've just been, been fortunate enough to be able to carry on. And it's uh, it, it's been a, it's been a great ride. But, um Started at Cartersville. I got into coaching. I grew up in a coaching family. My stepdad was a high school football coach and got a chance to move around every corner of the state growing up. And, you know, I got to college and they kind of forced me to decide what I wanted to do in my life. And to be honest with you, that's the only thing I knew. I was raised by coaches, played ball and, and just enjoyed it. And always wanted to do something that I didn't have to dread getting up and go to work every day. I, I get up still to this day. You get up and got up at 5 a.m. this morning. We practiced at 6.30, and it was just fun. You know, get the truck and go to school, and it's been us. This is my 29th season, and it's all the 28 previous ones have been great. I'm looking forward to number 29 this fall. All right, sounds good. Coach, What now you you talked about some of the tradition and success. You you all have been, if I'm not mistaken, back-to-back uh, region champs uh, or uh, defending region champs. Coming into this season, though, what is the biggest challenge that you and your staff face? Well, we lost 26 very, very good seniors last year. Um, 17 starters. Everybody in the backfield um, – our quarterback, pretty much a four-year starter. Um, all three running backs who were seniors that graduated started three to four years, and of course, our entire offensive line graduated. It's it's a uh, it's gonna you don't replace that kind of experience. Those kids played forty-eight ball games in five years. Mm-hmm. They uh, went the first round as freshmen, second round, second round the next two years, and then their uh, last year we lost in the quarters to to wrong but felt like we played wrong better than anybody else bit wrong trounce but um it's just it's gonna be hard to replace those guys and we've been working hard since the day of the last game last year we've been pounding in the weight room mat drills in the winter time we had the best summer conditioning periods we've had in a long time and the kids that are replacing all those experienced players have been waiting their time they've been patient and they're excited about kicking it off this season Good deal. Coach, you kind of stole my next question, but you, you talked about your backfield uh, produced over the seniors that graduated well over 2,300 yards and 37 touchdowns. 
uh, last season. So un- undoubtedly a, a tall task uh, to replace. Like you said, you don't really replace those kind of numbers. Uh, you don't. Um, those guys, like I say, they were some of them were four-year starters. But the boys that are coming in, Art at Hody at B-back, Kalen Sims has been sharing the A-back position with Nick Brown. Well, he now is the sole A-back uh, guy. And then Carson Kalen, who may be our best blocker at our wing that we've had at Stars Mill. Um, we got, and the Hunter Lawson will be probably our starting quarterback. All four of those guys saw, you know, significant time on JV. Our JV team had a pretty good season the last year. And so they, they have been through it and they're ready. And now we just got to go get them some game experience and, you know, hope we don't fumble and hope we don't get a little, a little tight, you know, when the lights click on and there's a few thousand people in the crowd watching them play and, and, you know, that's that's all we got to do now is get them the game experience that you can only get one way, and that's getting out there and, and mixing it up. Yes, sir. Coach, you, you mentioned some names on offense. How about uh, some names on defense, either uh, returners that you might have or, na- or or players that could be poised for a breakout season? Well, we've got, we've got probably more starters back on defense. Uh, the main few are Michael Burnett, who – has played a lot the last two years. He is one of the few seniors we've got this year. He'll be a linebacker. Ben Bodney will be a Mike linebacker. And he's put on about 25 pounds, and he's running a 4640. Um, Cole Bishop, who was a starting safety last year, has really gotten a lot bigger. We've moved into our bandit linebacker position. And then Sean King has been a leader in our secondary the last two years, will be our safety um, we got a, a kid out of the hallways the coaches have been recruiting, Jalen Lazenby, who's a phenomenal athlete, will be a starting corner and then rolls on off in the backfield. Uh, Nathan Kearns, <clears throat> Nathan Kearns is, was a tremendous um, JV player for us last year. He'll be a starting corner, a backup quarterback, and, and play a little bit in our backfield. So defensively, we, we got as much talent as we've had, I guess, again. They're untested, and, you know, you really don't know what to expect when you play a game on Friday night. Sure, we, we understand that. Coach, you, t- you talked about some of the, the, the your uh, your starters or, or your, your the players you expect to have an impact on both sides of the ball. Can you tell us who some of the players are that are high performers or have an impact, whether in the community or in the classroom? Well, I'll tell you this. Our kids, for the last shoot, eight or nine years, we have a program here called the Future Panthers Club. And we, I, I bet at least three quarters of our team participate in it. What they do is they adopt a little brother that plays in our youth program. We go to their practice once or twice a week. We go to their games on Saturday. Our players develop a relationship with a little brother. They talk to them about accountability, responsibility, about responsible. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, they talk to them about self-discipline and, and doing the right thing and character and all of the things that you want to talk about. and So I, I, I couldn't just name one guy. I couldn't identify one person or even three. I mean, we've got, we got half our guys doing this. Last week we had a youth camp. We had 140 youth campers in our stadium. Probably had three quarters of our varsity football team there helping with drill, drills, throwing balls, teaching handoffs, uh, teaching kids how to frame the ball and tuck it and and using our dummies and our, our tackling donuts to teach tackling on defense. So really, we've just got we've created a culture here that we are able to give back. We're able to kind of 
give forward. And even the kids now in this mentor program are, you know, five, six years ago, they were mentorees. So it's, it's pretty exciting. It's good to watch. Man, Coach, that sounds like an amazing program, and and, and maybe something you ought to trademark that and patent that. I don't know if you, where you picked that up from, but uh, certainly great to see your uh, current players giving back to the the future generation and seeing that manifest mm-hmm. over. Uh, I, I don't want to call it a generation, but over classes over time. Yep, it's definitely a positive culture, and and actually it's spreading in the county. McIntosh has started a, a program, and I know some other local schools are doing some stuff as well. Well, good, good to hear Stars Mill being trendsetters uh, down there in Fayette County. Coach, uh, tell us what you what what is it that you and your staff are looking forward to most this upcoming season? We are looking forward to these guys that played on Thursday last year and were number twos and number threes last year, seeing what they can do now that they've got the chance. Like I say, we started, we took a, we lost on Friday after Thanksgiving. We took a couple weeks off and we came back and we started pounding it in the weight room. And, in January and February, we come in at 6 a.m. In, in the winter and go through mat drills. Um, of course, spring football going first couple of weeks of May. And once you start spring football in, in Georgia, it never slows down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go right into summer. Uh, we, we're at school four days a week at 7.30 a.m. all summer long. So we're looking forward to these kids that had, had been behind the Gillies and the DeLucas and the Pros and the and the uh, Nick Browns and looking for them to get an opportunity and hoping that we've done enough in the off season to give them a chance to be successful. Coach, let's talk about uh, your schedule. And I, I know that uh, coaches don't like to, you know, it's the next game is always the most important game, but in terms of yeah, your, yeah. Com- of the community, is there any game that in particular is circled on, on the calendar? That's a big game or big event for the community, a big rivalry down there. Well, there's there's always several. Anytime you play another Fayette school, and we are playing every one of them. Last year, we were the only Fayette school to play everybody else. This year, Whitewater is going to play Sandy Creek as well. So, anytime you play a county school, um, our first four games are non-region, so we we kind of treat those as we've got to get ready for the region. Uh, we do play Sandy Creek the third game, and then Northgate, which is right across the county line, which has always been a huge rival force. We played them the second week. Uh, Sandy Creek's the third week, and last year we, it came down to the last under a minute before that game was decided. And uh, I, I actually able to beat them for the first time in probably about 10 years. And it, <laughs> So I'm sure they're going to be hungry. But then getting into the region, uh, Whitewater and McIntosh are both big county rivals that border our school zone. The kids grew up together. They, they, you know, they date girls at the other schools and they all know each other. So playing the two of them, it's always a packed house and just, you know, it's like a Georgia, Georgia Tech game. Um, and then in the region, Griffin, the road always goes through Griffin. We lost last year on the last play of the game to them, but we're able to win a tiebreaker to win the region. And in 2017, we won the game pretty much on the last play. Had a big interception with about 20 seconds left to win the game and win the region two years ago. So the region title always goes through Griffin, Georgia. So that'll be the one game that you'll well, really have to play well in order to have a chance to, to win three in a row. In, in this season, you all, and not, not to, not, to put anything out there, but just because that that region runs through your opportunity, you'll have to travel to Griffin on September twenty twenty eighth. Excuse me, uh, to to face the Griffin Bears, Coach. Let's, yeah. let's playing down at Memorial Stadium. That's always a treat, and 
we've been lucky through the years. I thought we beat them in 2010 for the region championship, and we beat them last year, uh, 2017, for the region championship. All real close type ball games. Well, good deal. Well, I know nothing wears on a coach's nerves in a close tight ball game, but those are great, great, great games to win and great memories to make for your team. Uh, coach, speaking of memories, let's let's talk about you as a as a coach. You've been in this business for a long time. What's been your greatest memory or a couple of your greatest memories? Well, in recent memory, uh, that 2017 win in uh, in Griffin, the locker room, which I wish I'd have made a video tape. I've never seen a group of kids that excited. And, I mean, they were on cloud nine for 30 minutes, and the locker room celebration was one to see. That was a, a big win. Um, 2010 winning at Tucker in the state semifinals was something that you always is going to stay with our kids that were involved in that. Even, even some of our players now that are playing now will tell you, Hey, I was eight years old when I was at that game. What, you know, unbelievable game. And then even before I became the head coach, we beat Brookwood one year in the state quarterfinals in 2000. It was on TV and there were, shoot, there were 12 or 13,000 people at the game and, um, Beat Warner Robins that same year down there when they had Willie Reed who played it, I believe Clemson and went on to play in the NFL for a while and we had no business beating them, beat them in overtime. And then even before Stars Mill was open in the early nineties, we Cartersville Pepperell played in nineteen ninety one. Must have been twelve to thirteen, fourteen thousand people over in Lindale. Standing room only, seven or eight people deep all the way around the track. We picked the fumble up late in the game and, and run it in to win the game. And those things, I mean, you don't, the emotion of the game is what separates football from all other sports. And those things kind of stay with you forever. Sounds like some great memories, Coach. Once again, talking to Coach Chad Phillips, the head coach of the Stars Mill Panthers. Coach, just a few more questions for you uh, before we let you get out of here. If you weren't, and hopefully these will be on the lighter side, uh, at least one of, or two, or two out of the three. If you weren't coaching or teaching, what career would you have chosen? You know, I've always found aviation crazy. Just to see a big old 747, you know, get up in the air and how it works. I, I think I would, I would be in the aviation business, which ironically, coincidentally enough, my youngest daughter just finished her pilot's license, and uh, that's what she wants to do for a career. And I've often told her, I said, you know, if I didn't coach, I think I would want to do that. You know, what a what a great life just getting up flying to you know, flying to California for the day and flying back and flying around the world. And that, that to me is fascinating. Just the aviation business is is pretty fascinating. Absolutely. Now your, your daughter has her pilot's license. Has she offered to take you up in the plane yet, coach? I've I've been begging her too. She she said she's going to, but I can't nail her down. She's too busy for me to, especially this time of year when I'm, I'm kind of tired of her. She's going to take me up pretty soon. Very good. Coach, one serious question and then one more light one here. When, when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, what, how do you want your players to remember you, your your coaches that you coach with um, in the community? How you how do you want to be remembered? Well, I hope our players will remember, number one. We, we often talk about developing a superior work ethic. And I want them – I want them to remember what it takes to be successful, you know, in, in football and in the classroom and the game of life and at work. You've got to be willing to work hard. You've got to be willing to make sacrifices. But, you know, but the main thing is this, that if they're going to be successful within a, a, a work team and a football team and a family team, they've got to be selfless. They've got, they've got to be willing to give of themselves. 
for the team. They've got to be accountable. They got to be on time. They got to be responsible. They got to be dedicated. They got to be disciplined. And the number one thing that I found has really changed over the years is is kids don't know how to deal with adversity. You know, they really don't they, because their parents kind of hover over them their whole lives, and, and they they reach a point where something bad happens that they don't deal with the right way. So they've got to be mentally tough. We often talk about being selfless, being accountable, and being mentally tough because you've got to. You got to handle adversity. Everybody in the game of life, every living person on this planet is going to go through some adversity sooner or later. Something negative is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We've got to respond in the right way. Football is the greatest teacher of these, of, the, of those things. And, you know, winning or losing, they'll forget, you know, over the years, but perseverance, persistence, dedication, responsibility, self discipline. Dealing with adversity, those are the lessons that the game teaches that will last with them for a lifetime. Great words, great words, Coach. And, uh, Coach, if, that, if that's how you're remembered by, then you've done a great, a phenomenal job uh, with the young men's lives you've impacted. Uh, one more question for you. If, if someone is coming down uh, to Fayetteville, Peachtree City, or Sonoya to catch a game over at Stars Mill, uh, wh- where is the best place uh, to get a pregame meal, Coach? Well, there's two places. There's a place in Peachtree City called Crosstown Grill, and then there's a little pub in Sonoya called McGuire's. And the guy that owns both restaurants is very influential in our football program, really spends a lot of time with us. He's a great guy. He, he manages and runs both restaurants. does a great job with those and helps us out practically every day in our football program, the guy. Is a former football coach himself and coached college football for a while, played up at University of New Hampshire. Great guy, does a great job with his restaurant and does a great job helping out with our kids as well. Good deal. So anyone listening, make sure you check out Crosstown Grill in Peachtree City and then McGuire's down in Sonoya uh, for a pregame meal or, or any time for that matter. Uh, coach, uh, a couple of uh, – uh, Big home games on the schedule. Obviously, you mentioned Sandy Creek early on, uh, Mount Zion and Northgate, uh, and then you close out with uh, McIntosh and then Riverdale. So, guys, make sure you get out and see this, uh, the Stars Mill Panthers. Coach, those are all the questions that we had for you today. I certainly do appreciate your time and, and wish you the best of luck this season. All right. Well, thank you for having us. Y'all come, come see the new Panthers. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thanks again to Coach Chad Phillips, the head coach of the Stars Mill Panthers. The Panthers play in Region 3, Class 5A, down in Fayette County, Georgia. Please remember to visit our sponsor, Yorganize It. Yorganize It helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives. From simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers, Yorganize It has a customized solution for you. You can find them on the web at yorganizeit.com. That's Y O U R. G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T dot com. You organize it. Your space, your time, your life. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N dot com. Or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.